It's the D.R.E. Dr. Drake. You know I'm mobbing with the D.O.Double G. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. 877-37-GRIND is your number. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios, and today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. All right, so as we keep it rolling, welcome in Lubbock, all right, to the second hour of the show. Keep in mind, you can always catch the first hour by going to sportsgrindonline.com and clicking the listen play button. But if you're just joining us, really what we've talked about, first of all, programming note, keep in mind that we'll be out the rest of the week. Um, you know, you probably catch a best of. I don't know. I mean, that's up on Jonas and the powers of B um, at the station. I don't do – I've never been a fan of best ofs, but they want to fill the content, you know. Um, but – well, it depends on what the best of is, to be honest with you, but it is what it is. But, yeah, we'll be back next Monday. Um, so, really, what we've been talking about um, in the first hour, spent a lot of time on the uh, NBA uh, in regards to Golden State, who really sent a message to the Suns last night, minus KD. And, you know, Steph showed a side of him that you really don't see in regards to talking a lot of junk, you know, telling Chris Paul, hey, do you know this ain't 2014? And I just said if this and I didn't know it was a four or five matchup. If the playoffs started today, I mean, it would be a first round matchup. And I would tell you, Kevin Durant, for everything he went through, there is no way in hell he can win that series. I mean, lose that series and ever recover from that from a brand standpoint. Now, Ken, he's still going to be a Hall of Famer. He, the sun will come up the next day. He will still be worth about a little bit over a quarter billion dollars. But that one's going to wake him up at night. That was going to be – that's one of those that they'll always have over him. So that is must-see TV if that happens. So we talked a little bit about that. We talked about uh, Alabama with the uh, number one overall seed. You know, we talked about Brandon Miller. Um and I was just saying that, you know, this is going to be a very interesting situation as we get ready to start the tournament here. I mean, the playing games start tonight and then tomorrow. And then, of course, we've got the NIT uh, going on. And, yes, I watch NIT basketball as well, too. That's why it's a disgrace that Hubert Davis turned down the invitation to the NIT that was well before this tournament and didn't take Carolina. You can't tell me. We talked about that. You can't tell me that that right there was a split. That wasn't a split decision on campus to the people that make those decisions. But anyway, but I just think this is a situation that Alabama, if, if anything less than an, an elite eight, is going to be a major upset. I mean, I haven't filled out my bracket yet. I'm going to do that later. We'll, we'll figure out a couple of these games here, and then I'll have Jonas put it up on Twitter tomorrow. Um, but I'll tell you that I'll have Alabama in the Final Four because I believe that this is the difference between this Alabama team and what I watched and Coach Oates' first year. You know, Because remember, I was watching this program when Avery Johnson was there. Sexton. These dudes, I, I, that, that's when I was paying attention. I don't ride with Alabama basketball. It's Nick Saban and Coach Prime now. But I'd be contradicting myself because, I, I mean, that's different. I'll put an asterisk on that an exception because I've said this before on the show. I can't stand people that have two teams that they root, especially professional teams. 
Now, college, you can have daughters, you can have friends that graduated from this university and then that's the university. But professional team, that should be against the rules. That's the unwritten rule, I believe, that should be in professional sports. You can't root for two professional teams in the same sport. I almost question your true sports fandom if you do that. And this is coming from a guy that's been accused of being an in-closet Steeler fan. But the kid's cold, man. I mean, he's if he makes a run, if they make a deep run to the Final Four, win the national title, and cut down the nets, what are these NBA GMs going to do? That's what we also talked about in the first hour. What are they going to do? You can't tell me they're all turning the cheek. This kid will not fall past three. No way. Because you know what some GMs are going to do? They're going to look at the, and it's disgusting. Look, don't kill the messenger. I'm just telling you reality how it works in the world. I know this is serious what the kid's involved with. Like I said in the first hour, I don't, to me, I was shocked that he was going to continue to play. But let me tell you in the sick world that sports and millions of dollars on the line, especially at the NBA, and you got GM's jobs on the line. You got everybody, ticket, you know, revenue. It's a lot of pressure. You know what they're going to say? Like, man, this guy played like this, going through what he went through being that close to a murder situation and he was able to keep his cool at this age. Keep in mind, I think he's only what, 20, 19 or 20. I mean, yeah, if, if he makes a deep run, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what NBA teams turn the other cheek. So we talked about that. And then we started to get into free agency, which I talked about the Austin Eckler situation. And really, Austin Eckler is getting an experience and a dose of what Phillip Rivers and LaDainian went through. Some of the greats that's passed through when they were the San Diego Chargers, because it's still the cheap-ass ownership in the Spano family that owns them. They let some good talent go away because they don't want to pay. And, I mean, to me... You know, for Austin Eckler, which I'm not a big Austin Eckler fan. I mean, like I said in the first hour, I just feel like he's a fantasy guy. A lot of people love him because of fantasy football. But the guy has production. The guy has production. And I think he's only due to make like $4 million or $6 million. Come on. I, I, I can't wait to see how they're going to handle Justin Hibbert's situation. Could you imagine? And, and I can see this from this ownership group. Can you imagine if they franchise tag him? Because they're just not ready. I bet they they, would. But but they should get killed for that. It, like like that to me because they don't get that pass and everybody else does. They've got a bad history of not spending money and being cheap. It's like if you can't afford to run a professional football team, then swallow your pride and get out of the billionaire boys club. And I could care less about Chargers fan. I mean, that's kind of right. I'm mean, like I said, that old Qualcomm they used to play in, that was a takeover every time. I remember AC had a Christmas party a few years back. I, I think it was, I don't know if it was through the Peyton Manning area. I can't remember. But um, we had to travel down there to, to San Diego, okay? I mean, the highlight, and I'm not a guy that likes to travel. So to me, it, that was the time because I don't like to fly. And that was the time. It was a knockdown drag out for her to get me to used to go to her Christmas parties. We would actually have arguments over this for, believe it or not. Can you imagine a guy that's basically not wanting to go when, when their significant other has like an all paid expense trip to basically like a five star hotel for three days, all paid for, but I'm starting to argue because I don't want to go? That's what she deals with. 
just being real. But anyway, back to the story. I went down there, and it so happened to be the time the Broncos was playing on Sunday and was staying at this hotel. Haven't been around that much family, probably even at some of my family reunions when I was younger. Just a sea of orange just took over. I could, I was like in heaven. I, just a sea of orange jerseys everywhere. I'm like, damn, this is a road game, isn't it? Oh, this guys from Denver to all oh, this happens all the time. They don't show up to their games. This ownership group, this goes back to Jonas, your idea you had up when we talked about sometime last year when you say, hey, man, there has to be some pressure on owners to spend money to play and compete. Austin Eckler, man, and that to me, never met him. Never. I haven't heard anybody in the NFL ever say anything bad about Austin Eckler. If this guy playing with Justin Hibbert, okay, they don't have chopped. I mean, their defense is not really where they, I mean, they've got to stay healthy, but they, it ain't like they got chopped liver pieces, man. This guy is asking to be, like, guys are running around the league to see who quarterback can they play with. Who's going to give me a chance to go get Patrick Mahomes or to get past Joe Burrow? Austin Eckler has one and he wants out. You know what that means? Their ownership sucks. It sucks. How, I mean, come on. I mean, that like you, it's not like you have a plethora of players that you drafted so well and it's like, hey, man, we're going to have to sacrifice Austin because we got to pay so No, man. And let me tell you something, Mr. Bosa. You could be next. Whenever that next contract he's up due, just watch this, man. This is the same organization that said, you know what, LT, go to the Jets. You'll retire in another uniform. Now, I know Emmitt Smith did, too, with Arizona, with Jerry, but that was a different situation. Even looking at the people that Jerry had at the time, the decision to pay, Chargers ain't paying nobody. Hell, they don't even own their own building themselves. They renting. They went cronky. Like, they, they had an opportunity to sit there. Vegas was out there for everybody. L.A. was right there, but what the what did the Spanos do? Oh, well, we'll wait for cronkies because we know that. We'll just, hey, man, can we, can we go on rent? We'll put something on it. Man, get as many of these tech people and everything else, even though we got banks going on. But anyway. These tech people, all these people that want to own teams, you know how many people would get in line to buy the L.A. Chargers and try to get their own, own stadium somewhere? I am so interested to see how the negotiation goes with Justin Hembert. Don't be surprised if they franchise tag him. Then we talked about the Waller trade. Waller, I got respect for Waller. Is he Travis Kelsey? I don't know. I think he's more athletic than Travis Kelsey. But is he as good as tight end? I don't know. Is he Andrews in Baltimore? I don't know. Is he George Kittle? Hell no. But he's a top tight end. And, but I he's talked in to, that tier two with Gusecki that we talked well, about. Well, you know what? And if somebody told me, be quiet, Calvin, you know what we're talking about? He is tier one. It'd be hard for me to argue. You know, I'll argue about anything. But, I, but to me, I, I can't. Ain't that I, the truth? <laughs> but I can't sit there and argue somebody if they think he's tier one. Because he's that close. Maybe he is tier one. But what my point is, what we talked about in the first hour, love it, is the fact that this is a Bill Belichick Patriots move. He goes and gets the receiver from New England. If I'm Mac Jones, I'm like, you know what, Robert? I know I'm, I'm not your original son. I know it's no way I'm coming close, but can, are we going to do something about this? I mean, come on, man. Mac Jones played with more talent his freshman year at Alabama than they got the receivers in, in, in New England. 
Look. He went and got Myers. Jimmy Garoppolo. And this situation with Waller, they've tried since Josh has gotten there in the organization before to give him a contract extension. He didn't want to accept the number. We will trade his ass. And that is a Bill Belichick move. He said he was going to do things different, but this is this is New England stuff that's going on in Las Vegas. Get some on that defense, though. Where's the defense at? You got to get Cosby some help. I really not. I don't like their secondary. They don't have corners. I can even tell you who their names are. So that'll tell you right there. Uh, like I said, Behenemy left. Andy Reid and Patrick didn't. So we'll see. But Aaron Rodgers, we were talking about that last break. Aaron Rodgers, everything. And you know what? And I'll tell you, Jonas, Aaron Rodgers is a guy. Alizard over there. Hackett's over there. OBJ's on the list. Aaron's the type of dude say, you know what? I had a spirit come to me last night. I know we send this guys, but something told that maybe, you know, it is maybe my destiny to go to Green Bay. Or you know what? A spirit came to me last night. I took these very type of shrooms that are pure, that cleanse your body. This is the stuff Aaron's on. I think he's a speaker at a psychedelic convention that's coming up, isn't he? That's not that's true, right? Yeah, this uh, TMZ I mean, reported this summer he's going to be the uh, I mean, key on. speaker at a psychedelic convention. I, I, I mean, come on, man! And and he and he would be the guy to say, "It told me this was time. I have another mission." Everybody to move everything. Aaron is capable of that. That's why I was going to have it yesterday. They're playing a dangerous game with Aaron. He's going to the Jets because you know why I knew it was comfortable? Because when the GM from the Packers came out Saturday on camera and said, hey, Brett didn't retire here. You know, Aaron, and when he says this ain't our first option, he said that bringing Aaron back is not their first top option. I was like, Aaron, I know you don't want to go in with Tom Brady, bro, but you're going to have to retire or you're going to have to end up going to New York because Green Bay is finally done. Now, the question is, does Odell... Does Odell decide to go ahead and join him? Now, if you're talking about Lazard, and I think Odell going to have to eat some cheese if he wants to go to New York. Now, they got some cap money. They got money. But if you can think about Lazard, OBJ, who's the other? Give me the other young rookie receiver. Uh, I'm not Wilson. young. Kid. Wilson. Uh, I, think, I think they still have Elijah Moore, too. Okay. I know he requested a trade away last year, but if you have an opportunity to play in that kind of offense, you got Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the backfield, yeah. who was leading the league in rushing? He's coming uh, off Andrew, uh, though. The, the rookies in rushing through the early early weeks. Yeah, I mean, now if you put them, now if you put that together, and if you then the key of all that, I said OBJ. Now we might be working some, but I'm still not putting them ahead of Miami. I'm not putting them ahead of Buffalo. Now Buffalo. Now watch this. They tried. When we speak about this free agency, I will tell you to watch this. I know if I won't call my shot, but but look at this. When you look at Buffalo, I told you I don't care what they do. They need a philosophy. It's not about a running back. I mean, they can trade for Henry. It's a philosophy, man. You they've got to run the ball. And I'm telling you right now, Coach McDermott. This is probably his his last. This is the hot seat is next season. 
It might you this I wouldn't be surprised that if they don't get past the AFC championship game or they don't get to the AFC championship game, that could be a surprise in mutual ways. And it has nothing to do with him being a bad coach. He's a defensive minded coach and they're not wasting Josh Allen's prime. They got a new stadium that's coming in a few years. McDermott, that's one of those firings that could come as a mutual agreement. What? They fire. Yeah, man, because we've got to get somebody in here to get over the hump. I'm telling you this. They tried Cold World Beasley. They, you know, he went to he was from Dallas. They brought him back. They cut him. Then they brought him back desperate or whatever. Diggs is over there. Who just came available? Who used to play with Diggs? Adam Thielen. I believe watch him. I can see Buffalo making that move. Get him cheap. Adam Thielen can be that Cole Beasley. That, that's the receiver. And he played with Diggs and song. Watch that. Just a possibility. Watch that. But I will tell you right now, like OBJ, you add that to the mix with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers, you can look at that. I would say, yeah, we're on to something. Without OBJ, I'm not putting them ahead of Miami or Buffalo yet. It makes the division really interesting, though. Jets fans would be happy. You listen to the sports crime. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Today's show is being presented by Dosekis, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, spin the one and twos. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail, like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Cry. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to choosetiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing, spinning the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Today's show is being presented by Dosecki's Get a Dose. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Pendleton Whiskey. Keep in mind, Pendleton Whiskey is an oak barrel aged whiskey called in Canada, using the finest ingredients before bottling glaciers fed spring waters added from Mount Hood, Oregon's highest peak. That's where Jonas is heading. 
All right. Keep in mind, Pillin Whiskey is the official spirit of the Pro Rodeo Cowboy Association and its official whiskey of the Professional Bull Riding Tour, which is the PBR Velocity Tour. That is Pillin Whiskey, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, okay. So keep it moving. You know, keep giving it to me, man. Real time, other moves being made in football, free, the legal tampering uh, period. What else do we got coming down the pipeline? It is popping today. Of course, none of these deals official. Free agency starts tomorrow. So this is all just, it's there. Um, fell physical, Jonas. That's the only thing that's stopping them. It was being reported <laughs> by these guys if somebody fell. These are done deal. But go ahead. I exactly. see what you're saying. And this is from NFL.com reporting and from Schefter. So combinations mm-hmm. of everybody. Uh, Michael Thomas, going back to the New uh, New Orleans Saints, one-year deal, maximum contract value, $15 little, million. A little surprise. And I thought that, you know, Mickey Loomis um, and their head coach. What's the man's name? Head coach? Uh, Allen. Brandon Allen. Yeah, Brandon Allen. That's the head coach? Yeah. Um, which I think this is going to Dennis, Dennis Allen. Yeah, not Brandon Allen. Dennis Allen. My bad. Dennis Allen, I believe this is his last year to shine, too. I think he's going to be in the hot seat. I think that if he doesn't get them, I think the whole, you know, being part of Sean Payton's staff and Mickey Loomis is kind of, you know, familiar with you, I I think this is it for him. They've got to get in the playoffs. They've got to really try to win that division because the division's up for grabs. I mean, I think talent-wise, Carolina still might on the cool have the better roster in that going in, and it depends on what they like at the quarterback situation out of this class. It depends on if they're going to start this kid, whoever it is from the get-go. But there's a lot of pressure on Dennis Allen. And to me, it's kind of surprising with Michael Thomas because I thought that he would maybe go somewhere else or stay, but probably he had, and maybe his phone was cold as ice. Because uh, remember, he's been in my doghouse because I thought that was Bush League, what he did to uh, Teddy Bridge, not Teddy, but um, the, uh, was it, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, I believe, because that's the year that he had that surgery. He waited to all the way to the season. It was a year after Drew Brees retired. It was that year coming in. I think he really um, did a disservice to Sean Payton, Mickey Loomis, and the Saints, because remember, he just got paid the year before. They gave him a big bag. And then he waited right before camp. Like he waited to July or August to have that surgery. Sean was pissed. I remember even talking about that. You know, so I'm surprised just when you do, but that lets you know there was no really market for him. And that's a character issue, dude, uh, possibly. But when he's on point and he's all about the team, he can ball. But we'll see. Well, and the injuries, he is coming off right. of back-to-back. So this is a essentially a prove-it kind of deal. Um, now you have Derek Carr down there. So and he, maybe he's motivated to come back and play and actually see the field. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks down there, though, uh, Jameis Winston is staying with the Saints. A maximum hmm. value $8 million deal to be Derek Carr's backup. Hmm. So $8 million for a backup. That's a lot to spend for a backup. Um a good chunk. I won't say a lot, a lot, but it's a good chunk. So he's going to back up Derek Carr. Okay, so he stays. So his phone was cold, too, uh, pretty much what that tells me. Uh, keep it going. Sticking with the NFC South, uh, the Falcons have made a quarterback pickup. They've been spending money, man. Yeah, they have. Uh, Taylor Heineke uh, signed a two-year deal worth up to $20 million. So Heineke to find him a new spot. After Ron Riverboat Gambling Rivera, hey, we're going to go back to Carson. Why'd you do that? I don't know. I don't know. Owner sucks. Anyway, so he's going to Atlanta. Yep. 
playing with Dirty Birds. Uh, you got Drake, the, Drake London down there. Give, give me that number on that Hot contract Hits. again. Uh, oh. Two years, maximum value two, uh, $20 million. So about $10 million a year. Um, that's an insurance policy for Ritter. That 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 lets me know, and and I have conf. I mean, from what I've seen with them with Cincinnati Bearcats, look, it's not a it's not that difficult of a conference. Uh, just keep it real. Um, I paid attention to him really his year where he got going, and then you know the two couple of games he were in the preseason. But let me tell you something. That is ten million dollars for that's a lot for a backup, and to me. Uh, in this market, that to me, I just feel that is really more an insurance policy, and it does have a little knock on maybe you know they're not liking the growth or the Ritter, and that could mean that more of the in the classroom, like you know the system catching on reading defense, not so much on the field because I don't know if he's really had that many reps, you know, because they went with Mariota, then Mariota wanted to kick rocks. That's that's a that's a pretty good chunk, and I and that to me is a salary like hey Heineke. This might be Washington all over again. You might have to come off the bench if we feel like this guy is get going because, again, that division is up for grabs. And I think the Atlanta Falcons are still about two more drafts away from really rebuilding this whole thing, two or three drafts away. But the way that division is and the uncertainty at the quarterback position from Tampa to really you can put Atlanta in that, Carolina, the Saints, okay, they got Derek Carr. They they paid the price to have the most stability at that position, but that division is still pretty much up for grabs. So keep it going. Well, they have been very busy. Of course, they also uh, re- helped kind of reset the market. Chris Lindstrom uh, on the offensive line, five-year, $105 million deal the other day. Um, but Heineke, Heineke now has, or, or, or Ritter, has a second tight end in Atlanta, Johnu Smith, hmm. um, most recently with the New England Patriots. Um, and now this is this one's a trade, right? So the Falcons have acquired uh, John New Smith in exchange for a 2023 seventh round pick. Okay. So Kyle uh, Pitts now, yeah, and John New and Pitts is almost going to be in that situation to where he's looking at um, being more almost used as a wide receiver. Um, so much as a tight end. Now, that's another one. You know, these these situations, that's another one that's pretty much going to, like, I think, get dicey come his contract time, the way they use him. Remember, we've seen this before with tight ends in this new age of NFL uh, where, you know, guys are, that play that position at tight end that are still running four six four seven forties at a tight end, but they have that bill. They're getting pulled up. 60 70 percent of the time in the, in the game they're lining up in wide receiver and then when it comes to contract time do you pay him like a wide receiver or you pay him like a tight end the first one that had to go through this was jimmy graham with the saints and who was drawing that up and who made that come out to be the tight end now he did i'm gonna tell you that he invented the making the tight end what it is all right you know that was mike shanahan back in the day but that's a whole other story okay birthed a lot of tony gonzalez's and all this kind of stuff you know shannon sharp was just bursted on the scene but anyway that's gonna be tricky come come contract time they still got a couple years before they got to worry about that though but just watch that okay who else who else is coming down the pipeline uh moving off to the nfc north all right we have a handful of moves there that i like uh first off vikings they're signing uh marcus davenport nice rusher one year 13 million dollar deal U- utsa's own yes sir uh the lions are acquiring a cornerback cameron sutton from the pittsburgh steelers Three years, mm, 33, okay. 21.5 guaranteed. Maybe Patrick Peterson was a part of that move or they had an anticipation uh, mm-hmm. that they weren't going to bring him back and went after Peterson, a cheaper option. Um, and then uh, 
Moving on to the NFC East. All right. Jason Kelsey has agreed to go back to the defending cha- or the defending NFC Championship, right. uh, Philadelphia Eagles, on a one-year, fourteen point two five million dollar deal. The Eagles also adding Rashad Penny, running back out of Seattle. Hmm. Uh, he's on a one-year deal. So and the combining- Eagles picked him up. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. he's going to be in the backfield, sharing that with Miles Sanders. Um, another. Uh, news coming out of the NFC East: Connor McGovern, offensive lineman, Dallas Cowboys. Okay, he's going up to the AFC East, and he's going to be helping protect Josh Allen. Wow! So Buffalo continues to get Josh Allen some protection on the line. Um, really, what could protect Josh Allen from himself the most is a nice, balanced running attack. Um, and that, to me, is systematic. It's not bros and joes with Buffalo. I mean, that's what I'm saying. If they, there was rumors, I doubt it's going to happen, but we know he's on the shopping block, uh, trading block, I should say. Now, you ain't going to outright cut him. You're going to trade him. But when we talk about Derrick Henry, I, you know, there was rumors with Buffalo. Who cares? I, I don't care. You know, it proved to me when they drafted Cook, fell in their lap. It, out of the kid out of Georgia, the year they won the national championship, and I'm thinking, like, damn, they stole him at 28 or 2030. They they didn't even have to really even develop this kid as a running back in the next level because they rely they allow themselves to rely so much on Josh Allen and his arm. They will never get over the hump until they fix that. But they're starting still with the offensive line and taking something from away from the Dallas Cowboys. Who else we got? Well, sticking with the Bills really quick, uh, they've restructured the deals for Vaughn Miller and Josh Allen. Yep. That's going to open up $32 million in cap space for them. As it keeps it going, let's just reconstructure everything, man. It's just phony money, man. Phony money, you know. I'm the, I'm going to be the head of the curve on this. It's going to take some GMs and some ownerships that's not going to like this, that's used to doing their books, and they're going to basically be like, this is this is Marty Bird stuff, man. It really is. But, I mean, look, they everybody's playing the game, though. Everybody's playing the game, but they so that's gonna and you notice that the, all these times. Now look at this, Jonas. You're a grassy Noel Oliver Stone theory guy, and you kind of push back on me like, "Hey man, if you're gonna have the same intensity for Deshaun Watson, make sure this is what we do." Okay, have you noticed all? If you look at Denver, now Buffalo. Um, I'm missing one or two. Have you noticed all the people that have either gone to their quarterback or restructured somebody's contract? It all of this has all freed up pretty much the same number, like thirty million to thirty-two million dollars. Every move that teams has freed up, it's freed up exactly thirty to thirty-two million dollars. Come on, man! This non-salary cap, non-salary cap. Stop it. Or either, if you don't want to do that, man, you have to. If you do these contracts. Remember when it was hell that you couldn't get out of a cell phone contract back in the day? Like, like if you signed a cell phone contract, you broke it. Your credit was screwed. No now idea. it's like, we'll buy you. Well, yeah, I know. You're not that old. But I'll tell you what. They would buy you. That makes me feel older, smart ass. But, you know, it's a situation where I'm, you're looking at like, hey, man, we'll buy you out of your contract. Go ahead. Switch over here. Switch over. We'll buy you. If you do a deal, man, and you decide to give a dude, I don't care, guarantee money and this and this or whatever, I don't have, I'm not saying do away with you know, reconstruction deals or whatever. But, man, in a calendar year, like, anyway, but keep it going. I, we've already spent time on that. But anyway, but I'm just, go look at that. They've all freed up, all these moves have freed up about 30 to $32 million for all these teams. But keep it going. Yeah, Tyreek Hill was another one of those contracts hmm. just a year yeah. old as well. Um, other signings, I like Kendricks. We talked about him. Uh, the Vikings not bringing him oh, back. Oh, yeah, the leading tackle. He's signing with the Chargers. 
Well, there you so go. So they have a I nice mean, defense there. Maybe J.C. Jackson has a, a bounce back year. You know, now that he's acclimated away from New England. They probably told him, you enjoy this contract. This is the last one you don't see with us because we don't pay nobody. But, no, <laughs> Hendrick, I mean, that's, again, Chargers, Raiders, they've got to address defense, man. With Patrick Mahomes, you got to address defense. There's one team that's got to address offense that they've had defense there, but they only can score three points a game. They've had to do that, but Chargers and Raiders, it's all about the defense. But keep it going. Uh, Miami Dolphins are keeping both Wilson and Moster in the backfield, Oof. able to bring them back. Uh, so that offense doesn't see change at that position, which is a good thing as they continue to add weapons. And then uh, the Houston Texans, and they're looking to get a new quarterback. Uh, well, they've got another offensive lineman there. Maybe that maybe Tunsil's still an option to move, but they're adding a guard, Shaq Mason, in a trade with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, hmm. um, bringing him in for a seventh round pick. For who again? Oh, Shaq? Sorry, sorry uh, receiving a seventh, receiving a seventh round pick and Mason for a sixth round pick. For who the do they trade for? A Shaq Mason. Okay. On the uh, offen- okay. offensive card. Because uh, I was looking at this, and you said Shaq. I was like, I know you just say Shaq Barrett. I'm like, what? Seventh round, somebody got, somebody needs to be fired. Um, but, no, and uh, the team that you mentioned in there, and I said it yesterday if you didn't tune in, the Miami Dolphins in the last – they're the most aggressive front office and team right now, I think, on the field and off the field. Trades with Tyreek Hill, the money they've given out, um, you know, the you, the trade to get Jalen Ramsey. They are really – and that's the reason why I'm saying, man, you – they would probably have to add OBJ to the Jets for me to be a set like, okay, I would still say the Jets are probably the third team in that division, but we'll see. But when you sign Aaron Rodgers and you let him do all this, they, they're going to be expectations for people to make them the favorite, and all you're going to do is piss off Buffalo. And with Miami, all Tua had to do this summer was learn how to fall. He's taking falling. That their season really comes down to falling technique. Okay, because the talent is there, the coaching is there. It just comes down: can Tua stay upright? That's just can he fall? Because you look at two of his concussions. I'm like, damn, are you that? Un, are you that? You know, un. Um, What's the word I'm looking uncoordinated. for? Uncoordinated. Yeah, are you that uncoordinated that you can't sit there and just go ahead and like learn how to like? He never tried to brace his fall. It's like, bam! It's like, come on, man. You know, you used to have quarterbacks going to baseball spring training if they had a baseball team because they would learn how to slide. You know, now Tua, Tua has to learn how to fall, you know. But keep it going. What else do we got splashing? Well, those are the big moves today. Okay. Um, you know, J.D. McKissich being dropped by the commanders is an interesting point, but they've got Brian Robinson, so it's not going to break any news there. But that, those are the big headlines, and I think we just sit around and wait for Rodgers to pop. And I think also as you look at this, it's always – I like to pay attention to week two and week three of free agency. Like level two and level three is really where you can get bargains. You can go shop for bargains, you know, buy two, you know, buy one, get two for free type of stuff. So you want to look at teams, especially teams that are trying to be playoff teams that are playoff teams or contending teams. Sometimes you can add great value in those second to third weeks and then everything to do. Because I told you, this period of free agency is always about trying to eliminate those needs and those must needs before you show up to the draft in April. Because if you do that, you have the opportunity because I think the only people that are allowed that are able with being successful, being able to draft best player available is basically teams that have handled their needs either in previous drafts or even the free agent. Because at most times you got to use those picks, depending on how many picks you got in regards to 
bolstering up your team and filling your needs. 877-37-GRIND. Also, um, this is what I'm going to tell you as well. There was a report, and, and this is, I mean, this has kind of been the part for, you know, course in the last 30 days or so. Um, I would say it's two, two months. I'll give it two months with the Lamar Jackson situation. Okay. Um, there's a report out there and I've heard this before, but it's out there. Uh, I think it's on CBS sports.com also as well, that there's a report saying that the Ravens, that Lamar Jackson turned down a 200 million dollar guaranteed contract from the Ravens. I think that is a bunch of bull crap. That those are lies. And and I've got a lot of respect for the Ravens organization. I really do. I had a lot of respect for Ozzy. I like the way he had handed the baton off. But let me tell you something. The Ravens are playing dirty pool. Okay? Not only do possibly that we have a borderline collusion thing going on that you're using the franchise the the unexclusive when you've already done it's all it's a fixed fight. I mean, I'm not going there to say this is 100% this, but it, it's a lot of evidence, okay? It's a lot of evidence that basically look like that. I mean, that's a lot of evidence. I don't want to go there yet, but this is like glove found by the door, blood drops in the, in the Bronco. This is a lot of evidence that smells like collusion. This is dirty pool. This, you, who do you think is putting this out? Like, remember when Lamar Jackson responded on Twitter about two months ago when somebody tweeted like, yeah, man, well, there was two kids having a conversation on Twitter and they said, well, yeah, man, Lamar turned down over 200 million. And then Lamar said, you know what? He called KD up, said, Kevin, how does this work when you just want to add, when you just look at his something on Twitter, Kevin's like, man, you just get a burner. They won't even know. No, man, I ain't got time for that. Lamar went and replied and said, he put laughing out loud. Among, he's like, no, they didn't. Let me tell you something. Who do you think is putting it out? The Ravens are putting this out there. And they're lying. And you know what they're trying to do? I'll tell you what they're trying to do. I'll tell you that when we come back from the break. All right. And maybe we'll look at some of these first round matches. I'll have my bracket up. Jonas will have it up on Twitter tomorrow. I'm going to really dive in tonight, you know, with it. So I'll go in. But we'll look at some of these round matchups. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosecki's Get a Dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this, it's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. 
Now is the perfect time to get to specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here.